0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome back into our Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Coody. For this week's Cornhusker conversation, I had a chance to have a lengthy conversation with senior wide receiver Oliver Martin, of course. We have time restrictions in our Husker game day show, so wanted to bring you the extended version of the conversation here on our Huskers Radio Network podcast, and we get in to so much from everything the last couple of weeks, what it's been like for this team, and building off of what they've been able to do. Oliver, of course, has a perspective of working with Mickey Joseph as his position coach, so we talk about why this team has bought into Mickey Joseph and why he's been able to step into that role. We also dive into swimming yeah that's right Oliver was a swimmer in high school a really good one at that Won a state title as a sprinter and his sisters are really good swimmers too in college and actually qualified for the Olympic trials last year in Omaha so we dive into all of that and then also what to look for what to watch for what this team needs to do moving forward to get another win this week at Purdue so without further ado here is Oliver Martin well, how much fun has the last two weeks been for this team
1: um it's been It's been a lot of fun um, you know off the bat we we won two big ten football games, um, which was huge for boost of the morale and confidence. Um, coach Mickey is uh, the head coach now, and everybody loves him and we kind of Everyone has good relationships with him, and he kind of switched up the schedule a little bit that, uh, you know, I think suits us pretty well and we've been doing well with and, uh, you know, having success with. So the last two weeks have been good. They've been good.
0: How good is it, too, when you win games and then it makes it a little bit easier to prepare and see, hey, what worked last week, we can continue that on and move it into this week?
1: Yeah, I think – a big part of winning games that helps with the next week is uh, the mood of the coaches and the players. Um, everyone's in a little bit better of a mood. Um, the confidence is obviously there from winning. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, you you look to see what plays worked, and then you kind of have that in your pocket and then for this next game, but then you look to see what the other team's defense is, what's unique about their defense, and you know, try and figure out what plays attack that best, but yeah.
0: You mentioned the schedule multiple times now, and, and so have other players. What is it about the schedule that has worked well, that, you know, the tweaking part of it that has bode well for this team?
1: Yeah, we um, we basically get an extra, extra day off of physical activity after the game, which I think is good. Um, you know, there's... You do all the hard practices, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday's um, a big mental day, but it's right before the game. So it's kind of like that block of five days um, where the intensity is up, and then you get two days off after the game from practicing, and that kind of is like a reset. And then um, even within practice, our layout for practice is a little bit different. Um, It's a little more streamlined and efficient. So we get in, we do our plays fast, um, and there's not a lot of like, uh, like drag or like extra time standing around, which I think is good um, with the efficiency and just like how good practice is overall.
0: You had mentioned everybody loves Mickey, and, and you had a perspective, you were in his position room. So what is it about him that has allowed for him to win over the entire team, not just, you know, the wide receivers that end so quickly at that?
1: Yeah, he, uh, you know, when he, when he's being, playing the head coach role in front of everyone on the team, he's really intense, and he demands a lot, which is which is what you need. And then, but then he's also got the other side of his personality where he he can be one on one and very personable and good with relationships, which is what I liked about him when he first got here as a receiver coach because that's not something that I had had a ton of, and I'm I'm a little bit more introverted. So um, having a coach like him who, you know, will kind of go out of the way to make the relationship with the players, um, I think is good for the team overall. And uh, guys want to play for him and guys feel comfortable uh, getting critiqued and coached by him and know it's coming from a good place. um, That's how I feel. I know a lot of other guys feel the same way.
0: A lot of the wide receivers talk about how just the mentality and it's obviously a strength of this football team, the depth in the wide receiver room, Casey able to, you know, spread the ball around to multiple guys. So that mentality of being, hey, if the ball's thrown our way, we're going to make the play. And that's the strength of this football team. How did you guys go about, can you take me to the beginning of that process of these wide receivers and being the having that confidence of this is going to be the strength of this football team?
1: Yeah, um yeah. that went back to like the beginning of 2022 kind of when Mickey came in and uh some of the transfer guys came in and and Casey came in and Whipple came in and we when we started running routes and doing uh 7 on 7 work and then even spring ball you could see that we had a lot of talent in our room and it was a position group that you could uh you could bank on in games kind of count on just because of you know all the speed that we have and the talent and it's hard to cover like three or four of us on the field at one time so um yeah just realizing that we have we have a lot of talent and that we can put on the field at once and attack the defense from the entire field um you know that's kind of where that mentality came from
0: well, you. Uh, this conversation obviously is talking football, but also getting to know you a little bit. And I thought it was interesting when I started researching that you have a swimming background. And that's kind of rare to find football players that played, you know, when you talk about playing multiple sports. Swimming is not one of those that come up. So tell me how you got into swimming.
1: Yeah, um, I got into swimming my my dad uh, swam growing up and then he swam in college at Northern Iowa. Um, and I think he realized um, through his his career swimming that it teaches you work ethic and how to pursue a goal, and, um, you know, it's a very intense sport, so doing it every day, you got to be committed, and it teaches you how to work uh, even harder than, like, a normal sport would. So uh, he got me and all my siblings into it when we were young, we, so we joined a club team when all of us were like, I don't know, like seven or eight years old. And it's a sport that demands a lot, so uh, we were doing it every day. Whereas other sports at that age, you, you practice like, I don't know, like three times a week maybe. So that naturally kind of became the priority sport. And uh, that became the sport that all of our siblings were best at early on. And... Um, you know it just it kind of stuck we all we all became uh big into swimming through high school and then my sister's into college um and yeah it's it's definitely just a big part of our lives
0: you won uh, multiple state titles right so what was your favorite what was your specialty
1: um in high school sprint events because um, I, was, I was juggling football and baseball with it, and those sports don't necess- the training doesn't match up necessarily. Like football, baseball is um, explosive, um, anaerobic sports like sprinting and weightlifting, you want to be strong and swimming, you want to be strong too, but it's kind of aerobic based. So you're doing a lot of cardio, a lot of um, spending a lot of time doing cardio and laps in the pool. So I, did, I was good at the sprints in high school. Because I was doing all the weightlifting with football and baseball, but when I was younger and I was um, like really focused on swimming even more so than football and baseball, I was like a middle distance swimmer, I like the five hundred freestyle four hundred freestyle long course, two hundred freestyle, two hundred individual medley um, and then I could do the sprints as well um, but yeah, I, in high school I was I won the fifty fifty freestyle at the state swim meet, um, and then I won a I won some relays at the state swim meet as well.
0: Butterfly? No butterfly?
1: I yeah I was, <laughs> I, was I was I was really good at butterfly uh, growing up.
0: Cause that's the hardest stroke, right? Yeah,
1: in high school I was pretty good at it, but I was better at freestyle. My sister's best strokes are butterfly. Mm-hmm.
0: So how did you go from? Swimming being the main sport and priority that you said when you're younger to being the football player and and football being the path.
1: Um, yeah, so when I got to be a freshman in high school, I made varsity, the varsity football team. And then I was going to high school on top of that. So it was really hard to find time to do a swim practice in the day. So doing varsity football, then varsity baseball, Um, that it just didn't allow me to swim year round like I used to when I was younger. Like when I was younger, I could, you have a little bit more energy, you recover a little bit faster. I was able to swim on top of like the football practices that I had, but in high school, it was just, it was too much. So that kind of naturally pulled me away from swimming a little bit and forced me to kind of focus on football and baseball a little bit more and then by my I think it was after my it was either after my sophomore or junior year i i started to get some football offers and then uh football and baseball offers and then i started to focus on those a little bit more too
0: the 50 sprints those are exhilarating i mean those are wild to watch so yeah describe the feeling of that and winning that state title
1: yeah that's uh it's just like a ton of adrenaline and as hard as you can go for 20 seconds um and you're like you're getting really hyped up listen to music before the race and then you know you go and you don't like most people when they swim the 50 freestyle and you're in like the state final you don't most of them don't even breathe the whole 50. you just have your head down and you're just going as hard as you can um yeah and then I won and that it's winning at state at state swimming had been a goal of mine forever so I was just like super stoked when I won and I was like splashed the water and it was probably like a little bit corny for some people but I was just I was juiced up so it was awesome
0: do you still swim now ever
1: I haven't no I still can swim um I could still probably do a 50 free stop pretty good because I, c- I still have the muscle memory from all the training uh-huh. I did when I was younger and I'm strong from lifting and football so I still could but like do a swimming workout where it's like two hours of like aerobic training I don't know how I would do that like I'd probably hour in just be smoked.
0: I was reading an article that your high school, I think it was your swim coach, was talking about just how competitive you were, and that was a big key to it, of you being able to, to transition from all of the sports and just get right into the pool, is just that competitiveness. Is that something that you learned in the pool, and you know, just this, that desire to compete and win?
1: Oh yeah, swimming uh, is definitely kind of where I developed my competitiveness, um, especially when you're young. At least for me, I was naturally competitive, and then you and then you go to swim practice every day, and every single like rep you do or set you do is like a race. Like I, I never wanted anyone to beat me. Um, so I I was competing like hundreds of times every day from when I was little, with just like if you do say like ten 100s freestyle, that's ten races. And then that's just one set of a practice. When I was young, it was like that. As you get older, kids, you know, they pace themselves through practice a little bit more. But um, that's definitely where I, uh, where I developed being competitive. And that carried over to baseball and football, definitely too, just, you know, wanting to be the best at everything I did and wanting to be better than the other guys.
0: Is there anything else that you carried over, you were able to carry over from swimming to football?
1: Yeah. um, Swimming kind of taught me how much my body could handle in terms of like a training load or training volume. And so when I went over and I was doing high school football or baseball, I knew I could supplement the workouts that they gave me with my own stuff based off of how much I could do in swimming. So uh, I would always... I would always do extra work after, after practices, whether it was weightlifting or um, doing receiver drills or running, Um, and that I 100% got that from swimming growing up.
0: It's got to be too, because like it's just you, and you've got to do. It's on you to win and get yourself across the pool the fastest, and then it, you know, kind of that competitiveness of I'm going to win my one-on-one battles too. That's kind of got to be the same mentality a little bit too.
1: Yeah. yeah swimming is also like uh like you said it's it's all on you, so the training is you get out what you put into it, you know like if you're if you're not giving your all in training or if um if you're not working as hard as other people in practice, like it's gonna show on race day in the meets, and that's that's a terrible feeling at least for me when you lose so uh you get out what you put into it which i loved about that um you had so much control of of the sport of your races um you know like the coaches give you the workouts so there's that um you need good coaches but a lot like a lot of it is on you and how hard you work in practice whereas that's different in like football where like for like a receiver you need to count on the line to hold their blocks and the quarterback to read the play and get you the ball and then it's on you to catch it and be open and stuff like that so uh i did i liked that part of it where like you had kind of more control of uh the outcome
0: so and then your sisters are both college swimmers and they were both in the olympic trials last year in omaha right how awesome was that for you to get to see that
1: yeah that's uh it's really awesome um they both are very, very talented and work extremely hard. So um, I I love going to watch them race, uh, especially at the Olympic trials. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they keep going to it and doing well.
0: I'm sure they all come support you, but what's it like for you to be in the stands as a spectator and a supporter, like on the flip side of it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's different. Um, are you like
0: a rowdy cheer guy? I'm not,
1: I've never been, <laughs> I'm, I'm more introverted for sure. But, um, when I watch, when I watch like Ruby or Scarlet swim, um, I definitely am very into it. And, um, I don't know. I watch, I watch like what they're doing before the race to see, like, I don't know how they're preparing. And then during the race, I, I'm just so into it. Like, uh, seeing how they're getting out on the first lap or the first length, seeing if they look relaxed, like they've got easy speed, if they've got the endurance at the end. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's nerves watching them. So It <laughs> would be completely yeah. different feeling. Yeah, well, That's
0: really cool. Um, let's circle back now, going to Purdue, another road game. Um, what did you guys learn going to win on the road last week that you can apply to winning this week?
1: Um. I think the big thing was we, we were never out of the game and we, we need to have confidence or need to know that if we get down, we can come back. And I think we, we knew that the whole game. We knew we were a good team and there were plays that we could make in the second half that we didn't necessarily make in the first half. So it's just keep competing. Um, and knowing that you're never out of it, uh, I think that that's a big thing that we got from last, this past week.
0: One I the that's been pretty cool too is like even when things are going down, uh, like even last week, you know, you guys were picking up the offensive line and, and just can you speak to that and how close this group is, even despite you guys have been through a lot of adversity this year?
1: Yeah, um, I, think, I think going through the adversity um, – and on top of knowing how how talented and how hard we've worked, um, we can, we all rally around. have started to rally around each other during games, um, you know, and kind of become a closer, tighter-knitted unit, and uh, you know, just have confidence and go out there and just keep competing and know that we could win.
0: I know a lot has been said about the offensive line and, um, you know, they've even, a lot of them have said that we got to be better, but what role do you guys have as wide receivers to help in the protecting Casey and, and trying to get the run game going too?
1: Yeah, um, to protect Casey, you know, we we got to be open quick so uh, he can get the ball out quick. And, you know, there's always, a lot of our passing plays, there's, there's usually some route somewhere on the field that's, a built-in hot route for like a blitz if he needs to get the ball out quick so we've got that for him but then on top of that like <clears throat> no matter what depth the route is or how deep the route is uh, you know um, not getting held up by the DB having a clean crisp route and being open being at the spot on the field for him when he's expecting it so
0: and, again, just knowing, like, hey, this offense is capable of making big plays. How good is that to know that, like, hey, we struggled in the first half, but we, we found ways to get things going. There's the talent on this offense. Something was going to get going. There's just too much talent to hold this offense down for that long, right?
1: Yeah. Um, it, at halftime, you know, we were down 13. But um, everyone was still confident that we were going to come back, um, especially only only 13 points. So – Whipple, I remember Whipple being confident, talking to us in the locker room, and like genuinely like we all felt confident in coming back. Um, Yeah, so then we just we go out there and we keep calling, keep calling shot plays, keep running the ball, um, and knowing that it's gonna work.
0: What's the key for this team to go get another win on the road and make it three in a row?
1: Yeah, um, going in having a having a fast start. Having a stout defense, um, being able to run the ball, playing with confidence—you um, know—I think kind of just keep building on what we've been doing the past two weeks. Um, yeah, I think I think we should uh, we should have a good game.